Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Sports Radio 92 and the game. From the Northern Kia Studios, John Fricky this morning with you. Uh, I've got a couple of things I'm working through up here. The first of which is my cold, and I have a technical issue too, which is uh, referred to in the business as mix minus. Imagine this. If you're ever in a stadium and doing public address, right, and you're talking and the voice goes out and hits the, like, the stands in left center field, it comes back to you. So you talk, talk, two, two, you're yourself, self. <laughs> oh, it's no fun. So I got a cold, and I got this. So I have to kind of take off my headsets a little bit here. Unbelievable. Uh, but we'll work through it. We got a super short show, and you're going to be the guest today at 404-726-0929. So <clears throat> if my voice sounds a little bit scratchy and kind of different and weird, it's because I don't know where I caught this cold. I could have caught it like at uh, the Walmart or something. I don't know. Who who the heck knows, right? I mean, <clears throat> but I'm pretty fastidious about, you know, grabbing the stuff that you wipe off the cart with. And that, that I've been doing, by the way, for 30-some-odd years because way back in the day, when I was working in Chattanooga, we did this big story about uh, all the if, – if you think COVID's gone, that's fine, I, whatever. Uh, but the ha- handles on the carts at, like, the grocery stores, we did a thing with, like, blue lights and stuff. This is, like, in the 90s where we came up with, like, all sorts of – we're running it across all these handlebars at these uh, uh, anonymous, uh, you know, places where they had shopping carts. And we tested all of them and swabbed them, and it came up with – hepatitis and with you know influenza and with feces because you know little babies sit in those little seats and yeah okay you know i mean so uh, i've always wiped them down so i don't know where i got this cold but i got it from somewhere and i don't really go much anywhere except to go outside and you know work in the yard and play golf and there's not a whole lot of that going on because it's been raining so you go figure it beats me but we have a busy day today of course it is title game sunday afc and nfc afc game at three o'clock this is a game with uh, the Chiefs and the Ravens where the money's been coming in on the Chiefs, by the way. The game's been bet down to three, Baltimore minus three. Weather sounds like it's going to be good for Lamar versus uh, Patrick Mahomes in Baltimore. And that game can be heard on our sister station, <coughs> pardon me again, cold, 1380 WAOK beginning at 3 o'clock. NFC uh, game is at 630 today. Lions and 49ers from it's going to be warm in San Francisco. And the money on there is sli- slightly coming in on the Lions where it's been bet down to seven, but San Francisco is still a touchdown favorite in that game. And kind of around that, we're going to have the Hawks tonight. 
They're having kids' night at State Farm Arena. It is a 5.30 pregame, a 6 o'clock tip against the Toronto Raptors. And what are we going to get with the Hawks tonight? I, you know, I, at this point, I don't really know. I was I was doing the Hawks game, pregame, postgame. I'm sitting here at the Northern Studios watching it the other night, and man of mercy. It was just a disaster. Uh, before the game, Steve Holman had told me, uh, when we are just chatting in the pregame, that you know missing DeAndre Hunter, even if you're not a big DeAndre Hunter fan, was going to cost the Hawks because it would have matched up DeAndre Hunter on Luka Doncic. And if they had, because keep in mind, if DeAndre Hunter's in the game, right, okay, and they hold Luka Doncic to 60, they win the game. <laughs> but no, no, he scores 73. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good to see Trey back, 30 and 11 for Trey, but man, the Hawks have no, no damn defense. I, I don't know. It's like, whatever. You know, I began a six game home trip. I mean, you still have on this homestand tonight against Toronto. You got uh, LeBron and the Lakers coming in on Tuesday. You have the Phoenix Suns coming in with Devin Booker, who scored 62 on Friday night. Uh, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't bode well, does it? I know. I mean, you're looking at this going, hey, how's this going to end? Believe it or not, the Hawks are still in the playoffs. They're above the line. <laughs> there are there are a lot of bad teams in the NBA. Uh, and the Hawks, as struggling as they are, not one of the really bad teams, except when they play Washington at home, apparently. Uh, so anyway, we'll see what happens with Toronto tonight. Boy, the Hawks could really, really use a win. And to turn this, they've got in the sixth game. We said it before the uh, game against the Mavericks. They they got to go four and two at, at the worst in the six game homestand. And I thought, you know, yeah, you can beat the Mavericks. There's no Kyrie. You can win the game. And Luke has seventy three, and that's that. So now they got to win four out of five because it's like a minimum bar when you get a six game homestand at this point in the season is four out of six, and that's a minimum bar. I was going, well, you really kind of got to go five and one. Well, to do that now, you got to win all five games. Good luck with that. The way they're playing here. So uh, we, we have a, a bunch of news uh, that we can get off uh, the uh, top of the uh, show here, and then we can get into your calls. The way my show works, if you're just joining us, again, I've got a cold, so this if you haven't ever heard me before, not so much my real voice. <laughs> uh, so you just have to kind of work through it, and pardon my scuffling every now and then, um, is between now and 11, I don't uh, take any guests. It's, it's you. It's 404-726-0929. I'll present a couple of questions. You're always welcome to call in and say, hey, I've got a question about something else that I'd like to talk about. That's fine, too. And when I present a question, and I'll do something called where am I wrong, for example, in the next segment, and you can react to it. And, and I'll be wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'll, I'll be wrong on some. I have like, let's see, one, two, three, four, five things. I'll, I'll be wrong on at least two, maybe three, right? Okay, so where am I wrong? And you just tell me where I'm wrong, and we'll discuss it. We can disagree about things, like we just had a big, long conversation about Raheem Morris yesterday. We could disagree. I, I'm pro Raheem. I, I really think it's a good fit. I think it's going to work well. Uh, at least my hope is that it will work well. And um, we could disagree, if you, and then a lot of people did. Just don't be disagreeable. I mean, just don't go, you're a jerk. You know, I wouldn't call you a jerk. Don't call me a jerk. We could just disagree. You could say, hey, this is the reason I think it is. And I go, okay, this is the reason I think it is. We'll disagree without being disagreeable. So the only two things I ever ask is clarity. Be clear about what you're talking about. And don't be disagreeable. That's all. I mean, and as long as it, because that's the problem, right, with X and Twitter and Facebook, is that people get disagreeable really fast. I mean, it just turns into a cesspool, and you're like, all right, I'm out. 
And I don't want you to be out. And I don't want to be out. This is a show. I want you to stay, and I want to talk to you. I mean, that's the whole point of it. Uh, but today we have the NFC and AFC title game, so I'm going to start with where am I wrong here. With uh, Eric Slaughter's back in the uh, studio here, and Eric is joining me here this morning. Eric, how you doing? Good morning, sir. I'm doing well. I know exactly how you feel. I think I've been fighting a cold probably much ever since the calendar turned to 2024. So I hope you feel a little better, get a little, get a little clear throat hot tea, and I got you back. Yeah, I, yeah no, no worries. I, it doesn't sound like I have anything more than just a cold, but uh, I got it, or as my daughter used to call it, a code. Uh, so, uh, all right, the first of the five where am I wrongs, Eric, and you can jump into this and you and I can talk about it, is today. I don't bet on sports. Now, the reason I don't bet on sports is I used to bet on sports, right? Which should tell you how good I am at betting on sports, all right? Because if I was any good at betting on sports, well, John, you're a sports guy. You've been doing it for 45 years. You've covered, you know, everything under the sun, right? Super Bowls and title games and Final Fours and World Series, you name it. I've done it. I've been there, all right? So, uh, yeah, okay, and I, that, that doesn't mean anything. I, it just means I can pick the wrong team in Vegas because if I really knew uh, how to bet sports, I love all of you, okay? But this show would be, it would be like 6.09 in the morning and I would be uh, sitting in a, my, uh, I don't know, my place in Vegas, my condo in Vegas on the Strip saying, I'm at the uh, Western Kia Studios in Las Vegas here. Uh, I'm going to be going down as soon as the show's over and putting $100,000 down on uh, each of the teams that I'm picking today and I'm just going to cruise because I know what I'm talking about. That's not the way it works, right? I mean, we all know that. So I don't bet on sports. So, But if I had to, Eric Slaughter, if I had to put $100 down on just uh, one team straight up against the other team, I would put $100 down on the Ravens and $100 down on the Lions. So where am I wrong? Right now you are wrong. You, you are wrong with the Lions. The Lions are a great feel-good story, but I don't think they can go into Santa Clara and outshoot a 49ers offense and outscore them. Because that's what they're going to have to do. And remember this, too. The 49ers do have a heck of a imposing defense on the other side. They got, they got some bees, some bodies over there. Chase Young, uh, uh, the, the, the Bosa boy. They got Fred Warner, uh, the Warner linebacker. They got some guys over there on defense. Well, no, all four of these teams are very good. They're the four best teams in the NFL. There's no – Nobody that kind of slid it, and it's not like the Tampa Bay Bucks found their yeah, way. There's no, into this no mix Cinderella, there. no these Cinderella. Are four really these good four. teams. Yep. Yeah, I just don't see them going into Santa Clara. If it was in Motown, Ford Field, I give them a shot. They're not going to Santa Clara, and it's going to be. I heard it's going to be like seventy degrees and sunshine, and that's kind of right. unseasonably warm for the Bay Area this time of year. So anyway, I, again, this is why I don't bet. Eric may be right. It may be Chiefs and Niners. It may be Chiefs and Lions. Who knows? I, I, I can't know these things. I'll just watch like you will. Uh, so I guess maybe what I – this is maybe why I don't do it well. I don't sit down and, and break these things down. I, I know that we have a betting show coming up at 11 this morning, and that's the guys that do it, and they break it all down. And even the best in the world, you know, you have to get – by the way, you have to get 55% or above. 55% is break even in betting on sports. There's something called the vigorous, the big, the juice – where it's 11 to 10, and that's how the sports books make their money. They want even – the best thing in the world for a, a day like today is a place for like Caesars Palace to take in $30 million worth of bets, $15 million on 
Eastside. the Lions yep. are fifteen million Eastside. on the Niners the, because they're no going to make a, a million and a half dollars on what they call the juice because you have to pay an extra ten percent just to make the bet. So. Hundred and ten to win a hundred. Well, it's a great business to be in if you can do it, right? Right. That's why the Lions move because <coughs> they're trying to get even money. They're trying to get you know. Sometimes the line will jump. You know, somebody will pour in a whole bunch of money on one team, and you'll see a line move from nine to four. Yeah, what was that? Oh, we got to take the four and bet that. You know, they're trying to get even money. I mean, that's rare, but it does happen on occasion because you get such a big bet. That was the whole you know, theme of the movie Casino. I can I can change the lines by the bets I make. That's what he used to right. say in the beginning. So, and, and you can. If you bet enough money, if the casino will take it. And just because, hey, I'm going to go bet Mattress Mac money on a game today. You can walk in if your Mattress Mac and say, I'm going to bet you know, $2 million on one team. And they may say, we're not taking that bet. You know, It's just not worth it to them. It's too much risk. Uh, so they are risk averse, believe it or not, in a sports book. <laughs> That's what they are. It's true. That's why guys. Uh, we have an uh, uh, offensive coordinator. Oh, yeah. His name is Zach Robinson. Old head Georgia fans might remember Zach Robinson. Zach Robinson was a quarterback at Oklahoma State when Oklahoma State beat Georgia in the opening game of the 2009 season. That was back in kind of the middle of the Mark Richt era, and Georgia had a couple of soft years, and that was one of them. I think that was, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was Joe Cox at quarterback. UGA fans could probably correct me. I think it was Joe Cox. Pretty sure. I mean, I know Des Bryant was on the Zach Robinson team. Anyway, Zach Robinson was a highly touted quarterback, played quarterback at Oklahoma State, beat UGA in 2009, et cetera, et cetera. Um, kind of flamed out in the NFL and then becomes a coach. And over the past couple of years, he was the passing game coordinator for the Rams and the quarterback's coach for the Rams uh, with Raheem. So uh, Raheem knows him really well and Highly thought of, again, sort of like uh, other people, you know, hey, Zach Robinson's a great hire. Okay, all right, so if you say so, sure. You know, I'll, I'll roll with it. I don't know much about him as a coach. I watch the Rams. I don't really pay attention to their coaching staff. Uh, as are you don't either. So uh, if he say he's the guy, then he's the guy. And maybe maybe we get lucky. And Because really, it comes down to this. With, with a new head coach and a new offensive coordinator, there's going to be a, a new look and a new feel to the Atlanta Falcons offense. The only question, it, well, that we know. What we don't know is who's going to be the trigger guy. Right? Okay. Because that's the most important thing. We can have all the great coaches in the world. You know, you can have Belichick, but if your quarterback is Brady, you win multiple Super Bowls. If your quarterback's Mac Jones, you stink. End of story. All right, uh, we'll take a quick break here. When we get back, we'll open up the phone lines. I want to hear from all of you at 404-726-0929. I'm going to give you a list of things where I'm going to ask you where I am wrong. I have five. I just asked you the first one, and you can jump in on that. Then I'm going to list the other ones here in a moment. And you tell me today where I'm wrong. By the way, I will be wrong. So there's not gonna. I'm not. You're wrong. I'm not gonna tell you that. All right. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna make predictions, and you're gonna tell me five of them, and you're gonna tell me where I'm wrong. Four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. It is a Sunday morning, a warm Sunday morning with the host has a cold. <laughs> Sports Radio ninety two nine. The game. It is Sports Radio ninety two. Pardon me. Cold again. Sports Radio 92 on the game from the Northern Kia Studios. John Fricky and I am fighting a cold this morning. I'm with you till 11 o'clock at 404-726-0929. So I'm going to do a little thing with you here today called Where Am I Wrong? And I'm, I'm likely wrong. I was going to do five things. I scratched one of them in the break only because, 
it's about college football, and <laughs> it's, 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 we're a long way from college football. I can get to this one later on here. But I have four that are in the news, and I said, okay, I'll just do the ones that are in the news. Uh, so first off, uh, and, I, and I, by the way, you could disagree with one, with two, whatever you want, it's fine, or you can tell me where you think I'm right. Either way, just don't be disagreeable, and we'll talk at 404-726-0929. Number one, Super Bowl is going to be the Ravens and the Lions. Okay, that, that's what I'm telling you. It's going to be Harbaugh. It, it's just like Michigan's year, okay, right? Because Michigan won the national title, and Jim Harbaugh was the coach. Okay, so and John Harbaugh is the coach of Baltimore, right? And uh, the Detroit Lions are playing, and that's Michigan. By the way, do you know where the NFL draft is this year? Yeah, you know where the – of course, it's in Detroit. <laughs> Everything in football right now is in Michigan. So I just think it's like Michigan's year, all right? This is a state – that I that I love my my parents were both born in Michigan, and uh, my mom was born in a town called Holland, Michigan. My dad lives in Traverse City, Michigan, or near Traverse City, Michigan. Uh, my family was all from Kalamazoo originally. I I've never lived in Michigan, uh, and so I have. My, I mean, I love going up there. It's beautiful, but uh, and I go up there every summer on my what I call my Canada trip. Uh, anyway, uh, Ravens versus Lions in the Super Bowl. That's number one. And Eric, you can jump in here and tell me where you think I'm wrong too. I, I, I got. I'm not going to get deep into this, but the Braves Fest was yesterday, right? The Braves Fan Fest uh, out at uh, Truist Park was yesterday, and I got this. Uh, I don't remember if it was Twitter or Facebook, one of the two. And this guy was blowing me up about the Braves. Sometimes when you're a talk show host, people like to come at you, you know. And you're not calling the Braves out enough. They didn't do enough in this offseason. You've got to go on the radio and blast them. Why are you not blast? Because it's like, if you don't blast somebody on the radio, if you're in my position, if I don't go out and just blast the Falcons for hiring Raheem Morris, well, you people are idiots. If I don't blast Arthur Blank, if I don't blast somebody, then I'm not doing my job and I'm just a, I'm a homer and I'm covering for the teams and you must be getting paid, which I've never gotten a penny from any team in town. But set that aside here. I just give you my honest opinion and my analysis here. But if I'm not blasting somebody into oblivion, if I'm screaming on the radio, you suck, you know, they they get mad, right? And so he's, bla- this. well, he or she is uh, blasting me, I assume he, considering the language, uh, that the bra- that I should be blasting the brace for not doing enough. And I'm like, what do you mean they didn't do enough? I think they did enough. Um, to the point where I think that they are still the best team in baseball. But the Dodgers have Shohei. Okay. I still think the Braves are better. If, if, you know, and again, we're ifs and buts, right? Chris Sale. I mean, the Braves bullpen has been rebuilt, and it looks pretty darn good on paper. And you got Chris Sale in that uh, rotation now, and if he's the Chris Sale of old, or at least a, you know, a, a, something approximate to it, if Kalenic can lock down left field, they're ifs. But even with all the ifs, they still have <laughs> – look at the lineup. All right, so where am I wrong? Um, the Braves didn't do enough. I say the Braves are even better this coming year and go farther in the playoffs than they did last year. All right, even better and go farther. That's number one. I also believe the Falcons have a better record than the L.A. Chargers next year. Okay, so the Harbaugh, we got to have Harbaugh. He, and we do play the Chargers. Falcons do play the Chargers. Uh, coming year, and they play them here at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. But I look at the Chargers, and Harbaugh went there with Herbert, and he's got a lot of weapons out there, but he's in a division that I think is more difficult 
than the division that the Falcons are in. So I think the Falcons with nine home games and eight road games where the Chargers are going to have eight home games and nine road because of the NFC-AFC thing, right? So the Falcons will have that advantage too. And they're going to get the Chargers here, which I think they'll, you know, maybe they'll win the game. I think the Falcons will have a better record than the Chargers next season. As to the Hawks, I think we, uh, the other night, after the Washington loss, that embarrassing Washington loss, before they won three in a row, and now they've lost four in a row, uh, I said they had entered the zip code to blow it up. I think we're, they won three in a row. We've seen this team lose four in a row. I think they're back in the zip code to blow it up in the offseason. And when I say blow it up, I think they're going to go to the trade deadline here, which is February the 8th, which is, what, 11 days from now. They're going to find that the market for DeJounte Murray is soft. And they're not going to get anywhere near what they paid for him in terms of draft capital in return for him in a trade. Nowhere, nowhere near. So that means they only have one real choice here. Which is to however you deti- however you define it, they've got there has to be massive change because right now this team you're not even remotely you're not remotely even pretending to, to compete for a title. And then the Super Bowl Lions and Ravens. All right, four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. Where am I wrong? Uh, Braves are going to be even better this year. Go farther in the playoffs. Falcons are going to have a better record than the Chargers, where Harbaugh decided to go. Hawks are going to blow it up. In the coming off season, and the Super Bowl is going to be the Ravens and Lions. Let's get to your calls here. The professor joins me this morning. Hey, professor, what up? Hey, good morning, John. Hello. Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, I'm glad you're back, man, because you're one person that I really wanted to talk to, especially with the remaining uh, Amaris hiring and the Braves. Uh, see, I'm one of the few people who sit at a unique uh, position to even comment about this. I was here. Uh, born in Atlanta, and I was here when they hired North Hector our way to Mars. So I've seen every coach, everything happen in Atlanta. And you had a caller call in yesterday, a white caller, and he come in and about Ivan Allen and Hartsfield and, 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 and Ted Turner and the legacy of uh, the sports in Atlanta and these men and how it meant. And as a black person, they don't realize when the Braves came here, Coach Graves at Howard High and Tweak Williams at Turner High, they controlled all the turnstiles at the Braves game. We used to go to the game and everybody played high school ball. We jumped over the turnstiles, went in, and we followed the Braves and the Falcons. That's why now the Braves have one of the most loyal black baseball uh, base in the country. If no, you look on TV, you never see any other base. But when you come to Atlanta, and you see a group of black people, because we've been supporting the Braves all through and through. And some of these sportscasters who came here, they don't even know the history of Hartsfield and my Ivan Allen. And that's why when they hired Morris, it was a proud moment. Not because no affirmative action. He's the best out there. And if he fell, fire his ass and bring somebody else in. But yeah, that's what you have to do. Yeah, but, but Professor, just to, for the record... That, that wasn't my show. I know. I know. I, I, I know you, you were listening to, you, to another show. You've been here. No, I know because you've been yeah. here. I'm not talking about you. I'm glad you, because you're a true voice. I heard, I want to talk to you about Clarkson and, and the people I know. Coach Ford. <laughs> the Angoras? <laughs> Beg pardon? Yeah, no, I, look. I am a huge fan of Ted Turner. I worked for the man, another man. 
Uh, and you want to talk about a meddling a owner, by the way? He had Bill Lucas, no. the first black general manager, Hank Aaron. That's how we yeah. got this. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a so proud history of the Atlanta Braves. Who come here with transplant who don't know the history? Let them know that we were, I used to shag balls for Billy Larkin. I remember Randy Johnson and Cannonball Butler and Junior Coffee. And I a lot of these black people who still here, we don't care nothing about no race, man. We wanna we wanna represent the city. Give us a chance. Yeah, and I, I totally agree, Professor. Thanks for the call. I couldn't Pat care Thomas. less about if you're blue, black, green, brown, just win. You know, that's all I care about. But but yeah, just to, to, to Ted, there everybody I love Ted. Ted Ted's such a personality and you know, he's been so wonderful for the city. I mean icon. Some fans don't realize this. There, there's no more meddling owner in the history of sports than Ted Turner. I, on one occasion, he made himself the manager of the Braves. He fired the manager, made himself the manager, went down in the dugout, managed the game, and then <laughs> Major League Baseball called him up and said, you can't do that, get the hell out. So he has actual an actual Major League managerial record. Braves lost the game. Ted Turner, if you look it up, Ted Turner is manager of the Atlanta Braves 0-1. Can you imagine? Can you imagine your owner, Arthur Blank, says, "I'm the head coach." No, I'm serious. That's what Ted Turner did. <laughs> One of the great pieces of history here. Yeah, it, 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 imagine Jerry Jones matter. doing that for if the Cowboys. If you're happy that uh, Raheem got hired for whatever reason, that's great, wonderful. I just need Raheem to win. Okay, I need him to win. Yeah, to go out and get a quarterback. I don't care what color the quarterback is. I just want the quarterback to be a winning quarterback. Please. Good God, I'm sick of losing here, right? Uh, we go to uh, Brad, who joins us this morning. Hey, Brad. Hey, good morning, Mr. Freaky. Good to hear from you. I haven't heard from you in a while. Um, <clears throat> no, what I'm thinking about you on the Braves, the Braves, I can see them going to the NL championship next year. And then also the Falcons, eh, maybe 10 wins, I say. And uh, the Hawks, I don't know what the heck's going on with the Hawks, man, but uh, – Maybe they'll turn it around and get it together. But I love your questions, John, and, and it's good to hear from you guys. Y'all have a wonderful Sunday. Thank you. Uh, yeah, and I appreciate that. Now, the question I'm posing to you at 404 is where am I wrong? And, by the way, I am likely wrong. Like, for example, there are four things here. Again, the Super Bowl, I picked the Ravens and Lions. I'm probably wrong. I mean, to me – if I could pick games again, I would be sitting here. I love all of you, but right now it's 6.30 in the morning in Las Vegas. I would be at one of my two favorite sports books, either Mandalay Bay or Caesars Palace, probably Caesars, like both of them really. Uh, but Caesars has these big, uh, of course, I haven't been there in a long time, these huge, gigantic, comfy chairs, you know, like the leather recliners that have the automatic and kick your feet up kind of thing. And if you get there early enough, you can park there all day in these big, comfy things, and they have cup holders and trays for food. And, and then you just you sit there all day. You get a couple of three of you, and they can hold the seats, and then one of them can go into the casino if you want for a couple hours and come back and you switch out it's just a we used to do bowl day that way or the uh, uh opening couple of days of the ncaa tournament or the super bowl sunday and I, it just it, it just so much fun as a boy's trip just a, a blast more more fun than i've ever had in my entire life well okay that's an overstatement but anyway um so i've got the ravens and lions i could be wrong there i uh, got challenged uh, by a poster tweeter i don't know about the Braves didn't do enough i think they did do enough i still think that they're the best team in baseball and i think they'll have an even better season this year and go farther in the playoffs but i could be wrong about that 
I think the Falcons are going to have a better record than the Chargers, and the reason I picked the Chargers is because of Jim Harbaugh. Uh, and going to the Chargers, I think that Raheem Morris will end up with a better record than Jim Harbaugh this year. And uh, I don't know what to do with the Hawks, except they're playing tonight at 6 o'clock. But if this trend continues, I think the Hawks have no choice but to blow it up in the offseason. When I'm saying blow it up, I mean maybe you keep Trey and Jalen and everybody else kind of goes, and or you have to trade Jalen or Trey, or maybe – I don't know. This isn't working. I mean, if the goal is to win an NBA title, well, what's the goal? If the goal is to win an NBA title, you got to do something because this is not going to work. 404-726-0929. Let's go to Bob. He joins John. Hey, Bob. Hey, hey, John. Love the show. Just wanted to say that I think you're right on the Super Bowl because I think Brock Purdy is going to melt down in this game against the Lions. I've seen him do that a couple times. I think he's going to be the weakness for the Niners. I also think with Baltimore, I think having Munkin as the offensive coordinator has really elevated uh, Lamar Jackson's game. So I, I agree with you on that. On the Braves, I don't really know. I mean, you're probably right on that one. On the Falcons, I'm 100% behind Raheem. However, you can't tell me that the Falcons missed an opportunity to get the GOAT. That would have been a better pick. But having said that, that's history. Raheem will do well. and I'm 100% behind him. The other thing is the Hawks, you know, the elephant in the room. You've got to trade Trey. That guy is not a good team player. He's an outstanding statistic machine, and that's great. He's got flashy style. That's great. But as a team, you got to trade him to be successful. Yeah, the question is what kind of value can you get? I mean, if, there have been some rumors that the, the San Antonio Spurs, now that they have Wemby, would love to have Trey. I mean, he is from Oklahoma, and so uh, I guess back in his n- kind of neck of the woods, I know San Antonio's a long way from yeah. Oklahoma City, but um, it would be interesting. I mean, what would you ask for? Five number one picks? I mean, would I mean, San that, Antonio give you something ridiculous to get him? I mean, to decide, but you just got to get him off the team. That guy is not a good team player. You got to take the. You got to take the hit. Yeah, but, all right. But, let me, let, Bob, forward. just for a second. Let me let me argue the other side of that. Okay. All right. Go ahead. When this team has had success, they were two wins away from uh, making an NBA Finals, correct? How long ago was that? Well, five. Well, four years ago. Well, five years ago. And how many? How many coaches? Uh, uh, um, okay. How many coaches but, no, 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 no. no. I mean, Stop. we've had how many coaches? Stop. We're talking about the high watermark in the history of the franchise. Okay. High watermark in the history of the franchise. Yeah. In New York, beating the Knicks, beating Julius Randle, getting spit on, bowing at uh, center court, beating uh, Embiid in Game 7 in Philadelphia, going to Milwaukee where they probably would have won the series with, when he steps on the referee's foot. No player in the history of the Atlanta Hawks is taking you there, just him. Okay. I mean, we just disagree. I, I hear what you're saying, but how many coaches are you going to go through? And, I mean, it's definition of insanity. Keep doing it over and over again. There's one common denominator. That guy is not a good team player. He's not a good superstar if you're going to win a, nat- uh, win a uh, championship in the NBA. That's just my contention. I'm just a fan, so what do I know? No, no, no. You you know a lot. You don't have to say you're just a fan. Don't, don't do that because no, I, I mean, actually but agree that's with the you. reality of it. We're just I was just arguing the other side. Fan. No, I, I, no, I hear they that. They obviously can't I, build a team around him. But, but the key so, is, think about it. How many coaches have you had? And they always say, well, it's the coach's fault. It's the coach's fault. They need a coach that can that Trey can work with. Well, how many coaches are you going to go through? How many players are you going to go through? I mean, 
The guy, he's a great player. I, I'm not knocking Trey, but I'm just no, saying. I, I, no, I, I'm with you. Player and and, and I apologize. I'm, up, uh, I'm way past time superstar. for a break here. But so I, and I appreciate this. And Bob, that's what I say. The Hawks blow it up in the coming offseason. Doesn't mean they trade Trey. I, I don't know. Uh, they, they don't want to, that's for sure. Uh, but they may have no choice if you want to win an NBA title. Quick break. More of your calls, Allison and uh, Alexander. Hang on, and we'll get more of your calls. Where am I wrong this morning? And you get a chance to weigh in on Sports Radio 90 time the game. Sports Radio 90 time the game on this Sunday morning. It is a title game Sunday morning. A note from us to you. A couple of notes. Well, one, you can hear I have a code. So I'm fighting that. Uh, but I'm taking you to 11 o'clock. Your calls at 404-726-0929. The uh, games today, the uh, AFC title game, which kicks off at 3, will be on our sister station, 1380 News and Talk WAOK, uh, because we have the Hawks and Raptors tonight. After the Hawks and Raptors wrap up, uh, we will join the NFC uh, Championship game in progress right here on 92.9 The Game. Uh, a couple other quick notes here that I, I wanted to make sure I got in. Uh, Atlanta United started yesterday, played their first preseason game, uh, one on the road at Birmingham 2-1. to one. So they're underway here, and we'll keep our eyes on United for this coming season. And, of course, we have uh, the, the discussion about uh, where am I wrong, which is what we're talking about. So I've given you four things where I'm wrong here, or I could be wrong on all of them. These are just four predictions I have. One being the Super Bowl is going to be the Ravens and Lions. You can say I'm wrong about that, which is fine, by the way. Again, there's nothing wrong here. Uh, another is that the Falcons are going to have a better record, that Raheem Morris is going to have a better record than Jim Harbaugh next season. I, I know one caller called in, for example, and said, I would have rather had this guy as coach. I kind of fall into this category. This is where I fall into it. Uh, I think Raheem is an excellent choice. And I don't know Zach Robinson, the new offense coordinator. I mean, I don't know his career. I mean, I, I can read it. I never met the man, so I assume that Raheem has a lot of faith in him. Uh, but it's really about the quarterback, isn't it? I mean, you could have the greatest coach in the world, and if your quarterback is Desmond Ritter, you got to get the right quarterback. And so it's about the quarterback, and we'll see what they what they do here. And now, granted, Harbaugh has Herbert out there in L.A., and I think he'll, he'll do fine. But I think the Falcons are in a more winnable division. They do get the Chargers on their schedule here at Mercedes-Benz. Falcons have one of those nine home, eight away games. Though the schedule this year is going to be more difficult for the Falcons. I'm not going to lie about that. You know, they have home games against the Cowboys, against the Chiefs, against the Chargers, against the Seahawks, against the Steelers, against the Giants. It's a more difficult schedule. That's why you kind of blew that one last year when you had the easiest schedule like God ever invented in the NFL and you didn't get it done. So, uh, uh, Super Bowl is going to be the Ravens and Lions. Uh, Hawks might have to blow it up in the offseason. I'm a big Trey fan, and I, I just don't understand why they can't build a team around him to help him. I don't get it. Uh, Falcons, have, uh, Raheem's going to have a better record than uh, Harbaugh next year. And the Braves, who one person told me didn't do enough, uh, will be better this year than they were last year and go farther in the playoffs. Right? But I could be wrong on, on all four of those. Let's go to uh, Alexander. He joins John. Alexander, Alexander welcome to the show. Uh, morning, John. Uh, really good commentary. Um, as far as your, your picks, um, I can agree with you as far as the uh, the Ravens 49ers. When you look at the 49ers, the offense, the way they're set up, they're almost like a carbon copy of the Falcons. Oh, as far as the previous regime, Roddy White, Matt Ryan. A lot of Brock Purdy, I've seen Matt Ryan. So, I mean, as far as I see a lot of Matt Ryan in Brockford. 
So I can agree with you on that. Um, we have to move Trey. Not because he – I'm not a big Trey fan at all. Um, but you can get the most value out of him. And at this point, you can get a player that you can play right now. So I would say you have to trade Trey. Um, I do believe the Falcons can have a better record than the Chargers. Um, I, I like Herbert. But um, I do think that our defense is just good, good enough to still be a top 10, top 15 defense. We just need a quarterback. Not surprised we picked um, Raheem Morris because he's comfortable with Arthur Blank. And that's what Arthur Blank wants. Um, but as far as anything else, the Braves, man, when I see it, I believe Um I think Okuya is a top five major league player. That's, that's, that's not a doubt. We miss Fred. We miss his leadership. We miss that guy who was the front center of the franchise. We miss that. Okuya's a great talent. Is he a Chipper Jones? Is he a Hank Aaron? Is he a Freddie Freeman? That's what I do. And as great as he is, until he gets to that, I can't say we're going to be any better than what we All right, let's try, this. let's try this. Alexander, roll with me on this for a second. Okay. Acuna is the best player in baseball. He's the reigning MVP, unanimous reigning MVP. He had the first 40-70, first 40-50, first 40-60, first 40-70 season in the history of baseball, and he hasn't peaked yet. You know what? The only reason I didn't say top three, I'm a, I'm a lefty, so I like lefty. Um, I can't disagree with you. I can't. I can't. But I need for him to be that guy in the playoffs, Jenna. I need that. I need that because he showed me everything but that. Chipper no, that's fair. From, he, and Chipper showed it from the regular season to the post. He showed it. John Schmoltz showed it from the regular season to the postseason. Much brief that we gave Glavin and Maddie. Their ERAs in the postseason are below 3-5, which will be... Yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right about that, Alexander. John, of the three, John Schmoltz was by far the best postseason pitcher. Far so, better than Glavin, so, far better than Maddox. So um, and and I, thank you for the call, Alexander. And I agree. Because if you think about the World Series... Acuna's injured, you know, his contribution is, you know, running out of the dugout in that famous video uh, on the Solaire home run, right, that went 6,018 miles. Um, and then last year, where were you? I mean, so he does have some things that, you know, postseason, he's going to have to have that kind of Ronald Acuna postseason here too. So I, I agree with that. By the way, just for the record, I didn't pick the Niners, I picked the Lions because I've underestimated Jared Goff at every turn, and so I'm going to go with the Lions to win on the road in an upset. Ravens and Lions here. Let's go to Allison, who joins us this morning. Hey, Allison, welcome to the show. Good morning, John, and I'm sorry you're suffering with a cold. I'm going to send you that uh, that cold buster recipe that they have from Starbucks. You go ahead on and do that. Hopefully that will help clear that up. But here's Well, I, I think I need the cold buster re- recipe from, uh, like, uh, Twin Peaks. Okay, well, you know, look, look. What you choose to add into it, that's between you and Jesus, all right? I don't, I'm not in this. I'm just trying to help you get over it. But um, with the Falcons, I think this was a great hire because, A, he's been here. He knows he's been a head coach. Um, there was a thread about 
how why he failed in Tampa, and part of that, most of that was due to the Glazer family, um, just what they did. Um, and I'm and and, and he, like you said, the OC is fine. He knows this gentleman just like what um, just like what the guy in Houston did with uh, getting Bobby Slowick. You know he you know you know each other. The other thing is, you're right. We do need a quarterback. We've got to hit on that. That's what we have to hit on. But we also need a veteran presence in that quarterback room to help somebody young understand the NFL. As far as the Hawks are concerned, the Hawks lack two things. They lack vision as far as the ownership group is concerned, and they lack leadership. You know, it's great that Trey wants to go out there and heave up shots and all of that. That's great. He wants to, you know, do all of that. But where's his leadership? You know, who does he elevate when he gets out there on the floor? Uh, the Braves, to me, the Braves get great because they have, they do have two World Series, okay? They absolutely have two World Series, so they get great. But I think in the offseason, and I don't follow baseball like I used to, but from what people are saying, they, they, they really added some really good pieces. They've added depth, which is what you need, and Acuna is just a beast. But like you said, in the postseason, he needs to show up. And we've seen that here in Atlanta before where our bats don't show up, our pitchers don't show up whatever and you know so that that to me is our issues and i do remember ted managing i'm old enough to remember that and i'm old enough to remember when he wanted to sit hank aaron down and boy Kuhn told him when he was chasing uh babe Ruth's record boy said no you can't do that because he wanted him right. to break the record here at home and ted was like fine find me but i also remember ted winning, uh, winning the america's cup captain courageous yep yep he was uh one of the world's great Sailors, and yep, yeah, he was, he was Ted. I mean, one of the truly great. He was definitely Ted, and I don't know if you remember in what eighty, what was it, eighty two, eighty three, and eighty four, when the Braves, when when Joe Torre was managing, Bob Gibson was the pitching coach, and they they did these little uh, off season, they did these, um, they did documentaries of them during the season, and they were running on CBS. You know, so we could see what was going on inside with the team. That was kind of the first time that had been done in sports broadcasting. No, I, I not only do I remember them, the producer was a guy named Glenn Diamond, who was an ah, old friend of okay. mine. Cool. And uh, he, uh, Glenn, did a show. It was called uh, It's a Long Way to October. Yep. And it was a uh, yeah, great insight. They mic'd Joe Torrey for the year, and there was some really funny stuff. and. We got a real insight to it. I do appreciate it, Allison. Four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. I'm going to get a break here at the top of the hour. Might have time for one more call. I do want to go back, kind of, to just for one thing. Allison was talking about here, here in terms of the the coach. Uh, and again, I just use this as a point of reference. Okay, uh, when Bill Belichick was in Cleveland, he wasn't very good. You know, oh, Raheem stunk when he was you know in Tampa. Well, what happened when Belichick went to New England? Oh, he had a quarterback. He had Drew Bledsoe. And don't kid yourself, Drew Bledsoe, Hall of Fame kind of caliber quarterback. That's why when Bledsoe got injured and, and they decided to go to Tom Brady, we went, wait a second, you mean the kid from Michigan? Who's like the sixth-round pick, that dude? I mean, he was okay at Michigan, but he wasn't, like, great. I mean, not superstar. And you're going to take him over a guy that's a you know, perennial pro bowler and Drew Bledsoe? I kind of think he knew what he was doing. Uh, so you got to get a little bit lucky at quarterback, too, right? Uh, so, again, quarterback. It's all about the quarterback here. Uh, we have time for one more. Let's get Jim into the show here before the top of the hour. Hey, Jim. How's it going? 
So you need a little Knob Creek and a little uh, lemon and a little honey. That's what I'm saying. And uh, quick take on Trey Young. I've done youth league baseball and football and coached at my coach's high school level football. Trey is like a 12-year-old kid. Somebody just needs to sit him down and say, look, you're a man now. 21, we gave you this money. You leadership. You got to play like a man. Man up. Just get straight to him. You can't act like a 12-year-old running up and down the court and wanting a foul here or that and yakety-yakking with the referees and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, yeah, I think we're losing Jim here. Um, well, I, you know, you can count me as a Trey fan. He's the only 25-plus, 10-plus assist guy in the NBA. Again, I think you can make the case that, you know, he single-handedly pretty much you know, carried that team to almost an NBA championship by himself. He was so great. So I, I, I contended for a long time that the failure looked 73 for Dockage the other night, right? Uh, I think that the team ought to be Trey-focused and Trey-centered. And they've tried to move away from Trey and move away from Trey and move away from Trey. They wanted to get other pieces in here where Trey would just be a facilitator. I mean, that was the whole point of it. And then in the offseason here, you had, uh, you know, Quinn Snyder telling Trey, shoot three. What happened to Logo Trey? Where did Logo Trey go? You know, I the, the dude, he was Steph Curry, right? And so we'll get our DeJounte. He's our Clay Thompson. And I don't know. It just doesn't work. It's I, I, I think it's unfair to put put this on Trey. He didn't, you know, I mean, he doesn't play any defense. Well, hell, nobody did. It wasn't like he was guarding Donkic, right? Top of the hour, uh, where am I wrong here? Uh, let's uh, get into it uh, and uh, your calls as well. Who do you like in the Super Bowl? Is it I have a Ravens and Lions? I'm probably wrong on both. It'll be Chiefs and Niners. Watch, exactly. Uh, but I have a, a, a guess reason for that. It, it's sort of like picking colors and jockeys and horse racing and not, not the horse. <laughs> Uh, we're talking about the Falcons uh, and whether Raheem will have a better record than Jim Harbaugh. Those two are going to go head-to-head this year at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. And uh, somebody uh, blasting me on the Facebook or Twitter about the Braves not doing enough in the offseason, and I just kind of sort of disagree. I think the Braves did fine. I think you'll like Jared Klinick. I think you're going to like Chris Sale, you know, I mean, as long as he's healthy. Uh, and I think the Braves are still the best team in baseball. But I could be wrong. 404-726-0929 on Sports Radio 92 on the game. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.